You know, this world, this sad, doomed little world, it needs you. It needs every last Winchester it can get, and I will not let you die. I won't let any of you die. And I won't let you sacrifice yourselves. You mean too much to me. To everything. Ain't nobody on the road. Ain't nobody on the beach. I feel it in the air. Summer's out of reach. Empty lake. Empty streets. The sun goes down alone. I'm driving by your boat. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosher. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural Season 12, Chris. Woo. There's no Lucifer in this episode. Oh, thank God. Immediate, immediate four out of ten. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, that's bumped it up at least four points on this scale. We, uh, we have a very detailed rating system here at Monster of the Week. Every single episode, you know. we go through minute by minute and it, we adjust the rating. We start off at a five. We go up mm-hmm. or down throughout, see how good it gets. Uh, I think this is an immediate four points right off the bat. No Absolutely. Lucifer. Absolutely. And as always, if you want to see that list, you can go to our MySpace and we have it all mm-hmm. listed mm-hmm. there in a bulletin. <laughs> Creepybutnecessary.myspace.com. Please <laughs> disable your ad blockers. That's how we pay for the rent. All of our <laughs> podcasting comes from ads that will just blind you with the HTML as you go to yes. creepybutnecessary.myspace.com. We've made this joke far enough in advance, Chris, that I will probably endeavor to make that a URL at some point. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Creepybutnecessary.com? I mean, let's buy it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I've already got like five domain names that I pay for once Is a year. Is that our podcast network that we haven't made yet? That should Creepy be it. But ne- Creepy But Necessary would actually be a really good podcast network name. So Cut this out because we don't want anyone yeah, stealing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, you know what? I'm just going to beep that out. <laughs> I'm not going to cut it out, but how are you doing? Hell yeah. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing, hey, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm about to talk about Supernatural, so you you know, I'm here. It is. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing very well, my man. Very well. Um, Here to talk about some Supernatural, not here to talk about how crazy the world is. I'm just talking about some Supernatural that I've never seen before. This is a, all of these are brand new episodes to us, which is very strange now. It's. It's a whole new world, my friend. It is. Um, There's also a whole new world waiting for the listeners over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Those listeners donate a couple of bucks every month. We love them. They get cool benefits like access to our discord channel. Um, I have just renamed the, we have just discovered uh, Uther and Lucifer fan fiction. Mm-hmm. So um, there's some exciting conversations happening about that. If you want to, I don't know if, if you want to pay, of course, if you want to pay, Uther, Uther Pendragon, yeah, uh, yeah, King of Camelot, King of Camelot. Uh, if you want to pay us to not see that, that is also an option. That is a tier. Yeah. Um, 
but we appreciate everybody that does that thank you so much chris catch us up on season 12 please okay last time on supernatural because the show wants us to suffer just as much as the winchesters it was decided that lucifer should possess the president of the united states so of course sam and dean are tangled up directly with the highest levels of government security sure they managed to kick lucifer out of the president but at the cost of getting arrested by the secret service i'm sure their fancy new pals from the british men of letters are here to help them though uh, oh, and uh, Lucifer's girlfriend is pregnant with a uh, Nephilim. Yeah, we're, That's all I got. we're not going to worry about that for a while, though. We're not going to worry about it. Um, this is season 12, episode 9, First Blood. Do you get that reference, Chris? Are you too old? Are you too young to um, get that reference? Rambo. Rambo. First Blood. Rambo First Blood, where he murders a bunch of brown-skinned people in a, in a forest. Mm. Um, mm. Similar to what happens in this episode. Uh, but they're all white and males, so because uh, it's supernatural. This was written by Andrew <laughs> Dabb, directed by Robert Singer. It came out on January 26, 2017. The Hunters become the hunted after being arrested for the attempted assassination of the President of the United States. Sam and Dean must find a way out of an underground government-run detention facility in the middle of nowhere. Determined to find her sons, Mary and Castiel. Wow, really thought that was... Okay, determined to find their sons, Mary their and Castiel. <laughs> Seek assistance from an unlikely source. Uh, this is a mid-season cliffhanger return. So we- Cass is like, you were gone. They needed someone. They needed someone to step in. <laughs> so just to just to put, just to make sure we're understanding everybody, uh, Sam is Crowley's stepson or stepdad, right? Stepdad. And now Castiel is Sam's stepdad. So yes. Castiel is Crowley's step grandpa. Right, that's correct. That's, 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 that's where correct. we're at. Okay, yes. Okay, so these familial ties, man. This show's all about family. It's all you about know, family, family don't end in blood, Chris. That's right. That, yeah, <laughs> you better believe it. Don't. Is that what that means? That's what that said? means. Okay, yeah, good. That's what that means. That means that you, you know, you gotta, you gotta respect your step. You gotta have a lot of step people in your family when family don't end with blood. Um, yeah. This also the road so far before we even get into this yeah, episode. Yeah. We we get that clip from earlier in the season when Sam is like, "I've been tortured by the devil himself. What can you do to me?" And I just gotta say that that's a lot less impressive when we look at what Lucifer's been up to. <laughs> like if you just like if you met Lucifer in his Rick Springfield phase, you'd be like, eh, "I could probably do a lot worse than this." Yeah, yeah. He made you carve "I love you" into his chest or whatever. Mm, I don't bu- know. That's a bummer. Like S- Sam coming off season season six, being like, "Damn." The cage is so fucked up that Sam lost his soul getting out of there, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. dork, dude. Like, you went through some shit. You're having hallucinations? Man, that's effed up. Grim um, work. Grim work, bro. Did Castiel take away your pain and then give it back to you, bro? Pain wow. in your heart? Jesus. Um, Not but now blood, it's just Chris. Like... Let's, get, let's, go the let's go through the family. <laughs> We're back. All right. So, what are we doing? Cold open. We start off with some with some rock and roll, Jeremy. ACDC. They brought it back. Um, Ever heard of them? I've heard of them. What does it mean? Alternating current? Direct current? Something, it's something like that, yeah. They go both ways, Chris. That's the line. They, yeah, excellent. Um, okay, so we get, um, yeah, we get some ACDC, then we, mm. we kick into Mary. Yes. Uh, Mary Winchester. Mm. <laughs> She's in a diner in Lawrence, Kansas, and Cass calls, and he's like, um... Our sons, they're in jail. She's like, who? <laughs> can you do? You, can you do? You know what bail is and how I afford it? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he says like, meet me at the bunker. Like something's gone wrong. Um. Then we cut back over to real, the. We're just getting into it. Real quick, it. real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we mentioned that this was directed by Robert Singer. Uh, immediately in this episode, from the camera angles that we see uh, of Mary in this diner and of Castiel talking on the phone, like there's a shot of 
him of, of him from behind as he's looking at that motel that he just got that that he knows Sam and Dean got arrested at. Um, like you immediately see the jump in just a, a video cinematography level, uh, and, yeah. and that's going to remain throughout this episode because Robert Singer's a madman. Like he just fucking nails yep. this stuff. So he likes to flex those muscles. He does. Man. He does. Um, yeah, we cut over to the Secret Service fella. Did we? Did he ever get a name? I'm looking through. I mean, let's see Arthur. I don't. I don't. Well, the, I don't think so. I, I, yeah. I don't know. He, yeah. He's regardless. This is the guy from last episode, the one that Lucifer said, "Hey, I need you yeah. to kill these these two dudes who are coming after me." Um. So the Secret Service guy is is basically debriefing the whole Winchester track record from like season one, from like every time that the police or the FBI have been after love the Winchesters. Like, Abs- he's, absolutely he's, love that. it. Love it. Do this. absolutely love that. Um. He he's unloading this all to this guy who does have a name who I don't recall right now, but. Uh, he's like a counterterrorism expert. Um, so the Secret Service guy is telling him all this stuff. And they say that the boys are not saying anything. They're not doing anything. We got nothing out of them. Everything's all quiet now. We don't know what was happening. And also this woman, Kelly Klein, um, is is missing. Yes. And also the president does not remember a single thing that happened for the last three days. Um, there's a really good line here when um, the FBI agent said, or excuse me, the Secret Service agent is like, uh, they got arrested for you know, murder and intimidation and corpse desecration. And he's like, just like a, a lot of corpse des- desecration. He's like a lot of like the same corpse. He's like, no man, multiple yeah. different corpses got desecrated. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I really like the idea of this guy really believing like they kept coming back to the same corpse, <laughs> just de- and desecrating it over and over again. Horrible and I guess, Horrible I don't know if stuff. we're supposed to believe that things are able to unfold the way that they do because these two like heads of command kind of like bump heads a little bit. They, they want to do things differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's that much forethought to it, but they, they do bump heads a little bit. Yeah. Um, the secret service agent just wants to take these dudes out the back and kill them. Uh, whereas the anti-terror agent is like, Hey, I've been doing this a lot longer than you and they could have connections. They could be connected to white supremacy groups or like Muslim. Like the CIA blah, blah, blouldn't blah, blah, care blah. about that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Our government does not, apparently does not give a shit about white supremacy groups. Um, um, and then, yeah, they, 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 the, the anti-terror guy, the older guy decides to, or starts the interrogation process and he's all good cop. You know, um, do you mm-hmm. need a cup of coffee? Do you want a cigarette? Like, we just need you to te- keep, yeah, you just need you to talk to us. Tell us what you were doing. Um, Dean stays quiet. We get some back and forth shots here between Dean and Sam. Sam's also staying quiet. And um, Sam, it, Sam looks like he might be some sweat during this. Maybe a little, just because he'd had a fake date with Rowena, right? Like he, that's oh, he was, that is absolutely he was true. left on red from a. Do you want to meet for coffee later? And she, she, he, he knows she saw it. It was and now red. He can't check his phone. I can't check like, his what phone. What if she texted me back? This could have been the time. But, oh, fucking! So he is full sweat gang right now in the in, yeah. the in the prison. Dean's no sweat though. Dean's no sweat. Yeah, Dean's absolutely no sweat. Dean keeps it cool. And there is some high tech shit. Like the 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 gates on these jail cells are looking pretty serious. I mean, the rooms themselves is just like a concrete jail cell, but yeah, um, they're they're you know they're in it. Our, but our, this that's guy, our first sign that like this is not a normal prison, right? No, no, um, this is some middle gear shit. Um, this like really does remind me of like a video game, kind of the whole way through because it's so you know out there. <laughs> Especially um, when they find all the power ups towards the end of the episode. But we'll they get do there. find a lot of power ups, <laughs> we'll which get is there. interesting. Um. <laughs> I like the way that they are cutting back and forth between him talking to Sam and him talking to Dean. Like, he'll walk in front of the camera and it'll switch which boy he's talking to back and forth. Um, I thought that was really cool. And he just says, hey, yeah, we're not going to torture you. We've learned torture doesn't work. And Sam's like, that's right. 
don't work. It doesn't not work. On me. And the guy's like, um, you know, I'm not going to torture you. I'm not going to waterboard you. I'm just going to text your girlfriend while I'm standing in front of you. She's not my girlfriend. The, I mean, wait, wait, wait. She is my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, the pure liquid that that perspires from Sam's forehead at this at the mention of this is out of control. Thank God we put a drain in the. He's bottom. like, I'm about to, I'm about to double text your girlfriend. <laughs> Sam, Sam, who thinks he's been playing it so cool this whole time. But the actual, like, no. the actual threat here is this guy's going to just completely leave them alone and let them break. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're they're just going to you know stay in a room for 23, 24 hours straight and not have anything but food. Um, and then like we they close the doors, they they close the doors on them, and then we get our splash screen, which is like the longest cold open we have seen in supernatural yeah. history. Uh, meanwhile, Mick from the British men of letters is listening to reggae, I guess. Um, <laughs> he's got reggae going to the background. I recognize this immediately. And I'm like, this is a, like, why do the British men of letters have this like fucking real basic ass soundtrack? Uh, they get a weird vibe, super weird vibe. He's using the typewriter from fringe to communicate back home. So he's ta- typing on it and then someone else types back. Uh, and then he's telling whoever is on the other side of the typewriter about his experiences trying to make inroads with the American hunters. And we go over to the, to a diner where we meet Wally the hunter. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, this conversation. Wally's not interested. I love Wally, man. This is, this is M- I love MVP this episode. Or, I guess MVP. He's just like, MVH. he's taking gross bites of French fries and shit and slurping up a diet Coke. Uh, and he's just not into it. I, I love the way that this is all framed because they keep showing these very serious, like, straight into the camera. I don't know any film techniques. I don't know what any of it's called. Um, but Mick is looking directly into the camera, or just past it, delivering his monologue about how we want to rid this world of monsters. Don't you want to work with us? And then we cut over to Wally, who's just, like, got French fry grease all over himself, and he's just like, I'm not interested, bucko. Uh, Mike. Keeps calling <laughs> he him Mike. Up, he, this, is our, this is our move. That's intentionally you. getting everyone's names wrong. Um like we do with uh, Asa, of course. of course. We intentionally yeah. say it wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like that the framing of this. But yeah, we we essentially learn that our guy Wally here is not he's not interested. He's like, I'm not doing I'm not going to work for you. I'm not doing what anybody tells me to do. I'm I'm going to go chill. Like, good luck. Yeah. Good yeah. luck, Mike. Uh, we switch over to uh, Mary, who is meeting up with Castiel at the bunker and who is understandably upset because not only did Castiel leave the boys behind, he also lost the thing that they told him to protect, uh, namely Kelly, the girl that is pregnant with Lucifer's baby. Um, she, or excuse me, pregnant with Lucifer's baby. Oh, she's, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, she's pregnant. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, pregnant. Yeah. Um, so she's, and she also says, like, well, if they were in this much trouble, why didn't they call me? And Castiel looks at her and is like, you were out. <laughs> 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 With, like, the most amount of shade I think Castiel has thrown in, in a long time. And, of course, she's, she's a little bit, like, taken aback by this. But, of course, they're going to team up and uh, work on it together. Dean finds a loose screw in his bed, which I thought was going to lead to a complicated, uh, like uh, Rita Hayworth posters kind of situation. Here. I was sure some nonsense like that was about to go down. Uh, but instead, he just starts carving the days on the wall, like typical. Un- unfortunately, yeah, 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 typical. Although this will this the screw does factor into you know how they get loose towards the end. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interesting stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um. And then we kind of uh. Yeah. We just. We we just see a lot of them doing nothing. 
and then this is actually you know, uh like scratching off a lot of days they, they get a lot of food and uh it, the, yeah. the food doesn't look anywhere as miserable as i thought it was going to look like they if, no. like it just looks like a normal lunch like there's a part where sam is like smelling it and he's like Ugh. and i'm like sam you're in a and then there's a part where Dean takes a bite and he shrugs like, eh, yeah, bad. whatever. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> the best part, though, is this motherfucker doing the chow time routine every single mm-hmm. time. He just mm-hmm. yells in the bite, chow time. And yeah, it's, it helps to really hammer home like how monotonous their their daily routine has become. Chow time. Chow time. Chow time. Chow time. Chow time. Um, chow time. But yeah, so we see that like, days are passing. Like we're there, there's some time here. This isn't just like they're going to leave them alone for a couple days. Like we're, we're putting in the work here. Mm-hmm. Um, I immediately became suspicious. Why did either of them not have a beard? What's going on here? Um, this this was rectified shortly after when we see Dean with an electric razor. They just let him have just that. let him have um, that. Yeah, they're safe, I guess. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I know that they are. We used to have them at the hospital, but still, um, we see Sam putting in that work. You know, we see him practicing his big kicks. He's, He's not gonna let those go to waste. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the cell block is ringing with the high eyes that he is practicing yeah. for four hours a day. Yeah! <laughs> it echoes in the concrete. You yeah. know. While Dean is like devising a, a a plan, like he's the brightest witch of his age. Like Dean knows some spells, he knows some people. He's like, I can do something to get us out of here. Meanwhile, Sam is like, if I just kick hard enough, eventually I'll break the door down. Sensei told me that I could kick through concrete, and Dean's like, he told you that so you would just start kicking concrete. That's all he yeah. wanted you to do. Also, who who's Sensei? It's sensei. Sam. It was who Bobby. Jesus Christ! I'm tired of your revisionist history. <laughs> Yeah, since when was he ever sensei? <laughs> oh yeah, my sensei. He died fighting the Leviathans. Who? Who's Sam? what? Yeah, who? Sensei, sensei singer. Is that what you're trying to tell you me mean right Bobby? now, Bobby? Your sensei wore a trucker hat. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> he never threw a kick in his life. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So Castiel, he goes to Crowley to get help. Crowley says he can't help. He doesn't care. He's like, do you know how many? godlike beings have tried to kill these boys and now they're just they're out of the way so he's not he's not worried for them or about them like oh that's that was the same thing um he's like i don't want to help them but i'm also fairly certain that they're gonna get out anyway because they always fucking do i love when he actually asked castiel like do you know how many all-powerful beings have tried to kill him and and castiel is just like uh mostly yeah i think so i know all of them it's got a pretty (laughs) pretty good experience yeah i've been been there for most of it now yeah um but yeah crowley's not even worried about it so he's out of the game mm-hmm. um cut back to mary she's being all glum reading dad's diary uh when the phone rings and i thought that man i thought we were about to get some witch kids dude i was so excited when i saw that when i heard uh alicia's voice over the line uh identifying herself as Oz's kid yeah i said it asa <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't like saying Asa either. It just it just it's identifying herself as Mr. Fox's uh, daughter, who um, her and her brother are in a bind. They were chasing some Southern fried werewolf stuff she, in she Louisiana. Said, hey, it's the witch kids. It's the witch kids. <laughs> they needed help on this werewolf hunt, and um, Mary seemingly goes to help them. Yeah, that's the kind of the vibe I get this too. Because she's like, "Where are you?" And he, they say Louisiana, and she's like, "Okay, cool." Um, Brb. They more days passing uh lock up. We get more chow time. Um, yeah, chow time. Sam does more exercises. Um those thighs are looking good, but I don't know how useful they're gonna be in yeah. there. Bloody feet um, though. Just absolutely very bloody, bloody feet. feet. And Dean, like every once in a while, Dean can vaguely hear 
through the wall. We cut over back to uh, to Mary and Castiel. They're at a bar. Still no news. Castiel, you're an angel. Please do something. Yeah, but you have to he have powers. You have to have powers here. Yeah. Yeah, Mary's getting a little frustrated. She, um, she does apologize to him. She's like, "Yeah, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have yelled at you. It's not your fault." And he's like, "Actually, it is one hundred percent my fault." And it's been like he's counting. He says it's been six days, six weeks, two days, and ten hours since they got yeah. taken. He knows. He knows. Um. So Mary's like, "Well, we're just gonna have to keep, you know, doing our best and get it done." I guess. Um. I actually really liked this part here, where Cass says he heard about a vampire attack in the newspaper, so he went to check it out. Because he's like, that's what the boys would do. They would roll in and save the day. And Cass, I mean, we know that he's woefully incompetent in a lot of ways. Um, but he he rolls in. He's like, I didn't know how to work the case. I couldn't ask the right questions. I didn't talk to the right people. I couldn't get close enough to find out what was actually going on. And I wasn't able to do anything. Um, and, and more people died. And so he just left, I guess. Um, I just feel like. He he left after three women died after he mm-hmm. got there. Like he the the article in the thing was like women with their throats pulled out or whatever. And he was and then three more women died while he was there, which is something that like hardly ever happens to Sam and Dean, right? Like they may get there mm-hmm. and one other person die, but then it's like that we're going to chase it down. I uh I I like this as a concept. Um, it really frustrates me that it's Castiel doing this, and it's only because of the crazy magic powers. Like I don't, I don't know. He doesn't have crazy magic powers. Like, like all of his he does because we just saw yeah, the last episode. I know he doesn't have all of his crazy magic powers, but he has yeah. some of them. And I feel like that would be useful for chasing down vampires. Like I, so I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I, the point that they're illustrating is the boys are actually way better than we give them credit for. Yeah. I mean, we the, the show takes shortcuts and they just are showing up dressed as feds and they're getting their job done because we don't ask questions anymore. It's season twelve. Um, but yeah, it just, it's a little frustrating because it doesn't make sense that, that Castiel would struggle this much. He's literally an angel. He literally has magic powers. Um, however many of them he has lost, we just saw him use quite a few of them last episode. So what's the deal here? I know he doesn't have like vampire vision. He can't hold L2 for hunter vision, but still, um, anyway, so we see another, um, no. Oh, yeah. We okay. We cut back to the prison, and the guard is trying to chow time. Uh, feed chow time. <laughs> um, but Sam doesn't come and get his food, so he peeks in, and we see Sam laying seemingly dead. I, I, he looked asleep to me. You just look uh, like he was taking a little so, sweet nap. He, he looks so peaceful. What else would What <laughs> else would you do? Feet, I mean, but, all the bloody feet. You know, like you're, you're, they scab over a little bit, and all of a sudden you're tired. Like you're just gonna lay down, yeah. and take a little nap. I'm just gonna lay down for a while. These muscles, man, I blasted these quads. Um, so we cut, we take a little scene, scene break and we have all the other dudes coming in and this guard is saying that he tried CPR on Sam, but it was no good. Um, and then they go and check on Dean. Finally, I only assume a few minutes have passed and they find that Dean is also dead. Both of the Winchesters, Samuel and Dean are dead, 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 dead. Um, we switch to the morgue where the doctor there is very confused and I don't know why he's like, wait a minute, they died on the same day. That's impossible. And I'm like, I, I mean, a lot of people die on the same day, my dude. Like, I don't like if they died on the ha- same in fact, minute. It happens every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he seems to think this is impossible. The Secret Service agent is very pissed at the anti-terror dude saying like, hey, 
I wanted these people dead and you wanted to try to get information out of them. So we just waited. And the, and the guy is like, well, I mean, they're dead. And he's like, no, I wanted Dean Winchester to see it, to feel it when I killed him. And the dude is like, that is a completely normal and mentally stable feeling to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just really putting this guy on blast. It's seriously. Um, and then they just turn off the lights and leave. They're like, all right, got to go back home. Got to, you know, go not ke- do terror, anti-terror stuff for a while. Yeah. Um, Mary calls Castiel. She's going to go hunt those vampires that he was unable to hunt. Um, okay, cool. We cut back to Dean in the morgue. Wait, wait, wait. Gasping awake. Real quick. When mm-hmm. she, when Castiel's le- listening to this voice message, he is at the table in the bunker. All of the lights are in, in this place are off, and he looks like the saddest little angel you've ever seen. He's in the your saddest little life. fish you've ever seen. I mean, it's just him, and like the place is empty. He's not even watching Netflix. You know what I'm saying? No, he's had no. the batteries in his remote and his fishbowl. They're not changed because Dean hasn't been around it lately. Like he's just li- sitting there. He's just yeah. He's he's really let himself literally go. let himself go. <laughs> um, and yeah, we get we switch back to the morgue where Dean and Sam are waking up. How? How? How did they? I die? had a lot of questions. How did they die? Friend. Uh, how are they, how are they alive now? What's happening? I don't know, but yeah, they're awake. Um, chow time. So they, chow time. Chow time. They grab the doctor as he's coming back in. Um, make him talk. He says he literally does not know where they are. They blindfold him and they bring him in every day. Um, this place is, isn't supposed to exist. It's just it's that kind of place. Um, but they steal his phone. They sneak out. Um, Dean keeps calling Castiel. Um, they find a truck and a map. They realize they can't take the truck because it's probably, you know, um, being tracked. Uh, low eventually, jacked. low jacked. Eventually, Cass answers the phone and they say, hi, it's great to hear you. Uh, they they say, hey, we're in Colorado. We're near the Rocky Mountains. They give him a location and OK, go and meet us by this place at this time. All right. Hanging up. Ditching the phone. Goodbye. Everything happens very fast. I didn't even pick up on all the details. Dude, the the one detail that I really like from this is Dean, excuse me, Sam looking at the map and he looks up towards the camera and he's like, well, that's got to be Mount, you know, Eero. And then he looks behind him and he points to a very obvious CGI mountain range. And he's mm-hmm. like, and that means that's Mount Kilimanjaro, which makes us, we're right here in Colorado. We're right here or next to Highway 84. And I'm like, you identified yeah. a mountain range from a map? His cartography skills are excellent. Oh, my God. Sam, Smamper did you right, dude. Like, this this is some good fu- This Whatever class this was was really fucking educational. And I need to, I maybe need to take it because that, that was some yep. good shit. That was some good shit. He got them out of trouble real quick. They're doing some. They're just some video game shit, frankly. Um, they, got, they have like a mini map and they're just following the markers on it. Okay. So, um, yeah, we cut back over to Mary hunting vampires. She gets a call from Castiel and clearly he's like, all right, clearly I, I need your help. And can then we, we get to go to the, to we, the morgue for, can we talk about how badass Mary is in this? Man? Oh yeah. Just she's chopping just up a, ne- a nest full right. of fucking vampires. What's yeah. up? No sweat. No, this is no sweat. gang. No right here. sweat gang. We see where Dean gets it. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, back now the Secret Service guy and the counter-terrorist dude come in and are like, wait a minute. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hey, Something's different. They hear like a knocking noise and they go over to the fucking one of the morgue trays that this prison has, open it up, and the dude, the doctor guy is just in it. And as they slide him out, he just looks up and he goes, hi. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's so good. Um, killer moment, man. Killer moment. Killer moment. So clearly he fills them in. And then in response to this, we cut to them outside and they're rolling out their, their one military truck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and their four gun guys. 
<laughs> because, you know, we're not working with the biggest budget in the world, but we got to make it work. Yeah, it's a black um, site. We can only blindfold so many people a day when they come only in We've got one truck yeah. and four dudes. We've got one truck, um, four dudes, three blindfolds. One of them is a scorpion. How do we get them yes. to the black site? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they, they, they're going into the woods. The, the plan is, hey, the Winchesters have gone this way. We're going to follow them. You are to kill them on site. That's, that's the situation that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary and Castiel meet up they castiel thinks hey maybe we should ask crowley or rowena for help but mary is obviously gonna say no, no to that she does not realize that one of those uh is her son's girlfriend and the other one is his stepson his um step relationship i guess right yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's complicated it is complicated it's it's, um, it's my fake girlfriend-in-law <laughs> yes yeah yeah i mean i think sam would probably introduce her as his girlfriend and not yeah, anyway it's not important not important so they they speed off they're gonna go help i guess yeah so uh castiel the, says the he, he boys, has an idea then that's how they end yeah. with that yeah oh yeah that's right gun boys tracking the winchesters through the woods and we see the boys now running through the woods and it's great to see them out in there being filmed doing the thing i um uh, i wrote this question down in my notes because i was curious if this was the first time that the boys have been in the woods during daytime without any sort of filter on this because this looked like strange to see sunlight and green around them and like and i I feel like maybe in the wendigo episode but they were still doing that weird film green in season one so maybe not there's the episode where sam has to fight soulless sam okay in his mind or something he's in the woods then and i think it's during the day okay cool i I, I believe you i think i I think this in season six maybe it's all all so long ago but yeah, it is. It is kind of interesting to like see them out there like that. It's just not something that we get to see a lot anymore. Um. So Sam says, "Hey, it's six hours until midnight," and then he says, "We need to talk about this." Yes. And Sam or Dean is like, "Yes, okay, we'll talk about it." But something happened, but we have no idea what it is. And I, I, I liked not knowing what it was. It kind of kept me engaged uh, and and really curious about what was going to go down obviously they did something they uh they also they they alluded to this too in the conversation that they had with castiel on the phone before they ditched the phone when um sam says like you didn't tell him and dean's like no 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 like it would have been too much to explain we just we just need to go um so yeah i I liked this mystery um i think it was was very very good um castiel's idea for backup is to call mick um who brings catch or excuse me mr ketchup into the fold um Mick says that he's just happy to make friends. He just wants to help out. Uh, Catch up wants to help out. And he happens to know about the black site, like site 94 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he knows pretty much where it is and is volunteering uh, their satellite resources to find images of location so they can home in on the boys. Uh, I, I guess I need to take this opportunity. I don't know why I hate these dudes' faces so much. Like they haven't even done anything particularly villainous. Like I know Catch up killed that one chick um that they just put on a bus and out of town um and obviously mick mick hasn't really done anything bad besides call ketchup so they haven't like they're not evil or anything i just hate these dudes faces i just just, really just like you know squarely handsome dicks yeah and um there's something about mick's like weird beard line that irritates me Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. something about like a real thin but a real sharp thing that i just it's just really distasteful to me. I don't, I don't and I'm sure these people are, are fine if they're not, if they're like monsters, let me know and I'll, I'll go harder on the pain on them. But like, <laughs> <laughs> give me any opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I swear to God, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <you. laughs> 
but um, I don't, I don't, like, and I don't know. It's something about the way the show is presenting them, or something, because it's just, it's just it's, both of them are just making me like hate them to be on the screen at all. Mm-hmm. Specifically, ketchup. I could get rid of ketchup and please replace him with mustard immediately. Is my opinion. Yes. Um, relish anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the only the only fun thing out of this scene really is that they are like astonished when Castiel was like, "Yeah, the president was possessed by Lucifer," and he's like, "Oh, wait, that was the thing that you were doing." He's like, "Yo, and we got him. We got him. Yeah, like, we definitely they, got him." Super like shocked that this all just went down. <laughs> the Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, all right, all right, fine. Uh, and Castiel's like, "Well, he's not as impressive as you think." <laughs> have you ever have you ever heard of Rick Springfield? Yeah. It's kind of they like look at each other like huh? it's kind of like Aerosmith. It's kind of like Aerosmith, but somehow worse. So, somehow worse um, and more bandanas. I did not see that coming. Way more bandanas. No, yeah, um, um, and no pretty daughters so, either. So there's no point in watching the videos. Yeah, not even there's not even any star uh, or Lord of the Rings involved. So the feds are slowly catching up mm-hmm. to the boys. Um, they're, they they do like some stealth stealth maneuvers. Uh, the Winchesters end up jumping one of the guys, Nort. grabbing what? Sorry, this guy's name is Nort. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. It comes he's over, been Norted. He's dude. been Norted, dude. That's why I was hoping you would catch it so we could make that joke. They do the double dub brother bluff on Nort here, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's kind of cool but kind of corny because Dean gets on the radio and he's like, we're not trapped in these woods with you. You're trapped in these woods with us. I'm like, okay, Rorschach. All right. Dude, there's, so there's not just that, but then he does the failure to communicate line from fucking cool hand Luke and uh, from the intro to civil war, the intro to Roses, civil war. Yeah. Also, uh, how did you know I was about to mention that Chris Mosier? Uh, <laughs> it's the, it's some of the corniest shit that I've seen in supernatural. Like the fact that he's combining two of these, these lines is just, crazy to me um one of the lines we could have dealt with yeah both i don't know they should have just written their own line because i get that what they are doing is let's lure these guys into us and we're gonna we're gonna fight off fight them off Mm -hmm. because that's what they're they're good at we know that they can handle this so that's cool and you know obviously jensen can deliver the lines but those lines are corny as fuck especially side by side it ain't good man i could have um i think it's the trap down here with us thing i think that that line yeah. is i feel like that that happened in a batman movie at some point i think didn't the joker say that somewhere like, I th- well i, so I, I know it's, it's i know it's a real short or it's watchman it's definitely yeah. watchman like but i think that it, like it gets referenced in the corniest times because did you see? Have you seen the thing that Alan Moore says about Roshark, where he was trying to make yeah, out yeah. like, what if Batman was a real person? Like he would be absolutely disgusting, and then all of Just the worst, yeah. stinkiest loser of all time. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of the comics fans are like, "I love him. I see a lot of myself in him." It's like, of course you do. Get away from me it immediately. Also, <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> incredible. Thank you, you weirdo, Alan Moore. Um, but yeah, this this is incredibly corny. But uh, we we do the the sun goes down. Our boys find a um, abandoned building, and you know, Chris, you and I were gamers. When you find an abandoned building in the woods, you mm-hmm. know there's some loot in there, and boy, yeah. is there some loot. We got it. There's some loot. We, there's some upgrades. There's a hunting knife, freshly sharpened. Mm-hmm. There's a lamp, a bear trap, and a first aid kit. There's HP. There's HP, dude. They got an HP pack. Like They're good to go. Can't believe this. This is incredibly... Like, somebody who played a video game was like, all right, I'm going to set this up, right? Um... Or they're just referencing Rambo or something. I don't know. It's um the the hunting knife specifically is is, is very Rambo, and I, I see that I see that that that's kind of what they're trying to allude to. But also, 
Like it, this is a you know a government black site with just a house on the property, <laughs> a house filled with <laughs> weird supplies. Like they haven't. I could see leaving the shell of this house for just like appearance sake, but they wouldn't leave a, a freshly sharpened hunter knife on their terrorist black site, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it just I, seems, don't know. I don't know. Why I'm talking, I don't know why I'm I don't know why I'm talking about just, it. Just seems sloppy. Yeah. Um, okay, so night falls and they're hiding in this old shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they got their supplies. They've set everything up. The 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 gunmen are closing in on them, and you know the boys are they're waiting, they're hiding in wait um, to to spring their traps essentially on these guys, and one by one, they start to pick these guys off, and it is pretty cool to see the boys like work so efficiently. It was very dark on my screen, um, but they they're non lethally taking these dudes down because you get a bigger bonus at the end of the game, and when you fight the sorrow. Um, towards the end of Metal Gear Solid 3, it's a little bit easier if you haven't killed a lot of people. There's less ghosts. Mm-hmm. And the last thing Sam and Dean want to deal with is ghosts in the middle of all this. No, no, no. So they're doing the non-lethal playthrough. Although, I'll, and... I'll be honest with you. If this if this cabin was haunted, this this episode would, would immediately get two extra points on the Monster of the Week 10-point scale. imagine if they get to the little shed and it's fucking haunted? Dude, what? And then they Talk have... about, like, escalating the drama, you know? This is what we needed. And then the um... ghost kills everybody that knows about, the, about Sam and Dean, except for the old terrorist anti-terrorist guy and he's like i see what you boys were doing i believe you about lucifer uh-huh. you guys get out of here i'm gonna alter the records and they're like thank you that guy from season three we don't remember his name yeah. we appreciate it though he died too yeah. yeah are you oh you're his uh. stepdad that's weird we've been having a lot of stepdad stuff lately it's weird <laughs> um yeah so they take all these dudes i think sam is what in the basement at one point and he fires upwards through the floorboards at dude, a dude I, um, what is this uh, uh, yeah. it's a lot he doesn't kill him but it's a lot because later on he gives him a, a med pack a, he gives him an hp up Great, yeah. He gives him the HP pack and he says you'll live. The guy's like, I don't know, man. You shot me in both my testicles and my ass. <laughs> I might need. I don't know if I want to live. <laughs> I might need more than an alcohol pack for this one, my dude. <laughs> can you please stay and call a doctor for me? There's six band aids in here. <laughs> Two of them are children's. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> this is a Looney Tunes band aid. I'm bleeding from my nuts <laughs> and my ass. <laughs> You do. What do you expect me to do with a Flintstone aspirin? You fucking humongous weirdo! What are you Meanwhile, doing? Everyone else is outside and has no idea that this man <laughs> is trapped in here, bleeding from his balls. Just a giant pool of blood just expands around him. He's like, "Please bring me medicine. Bring me real come medicine. Back and kill me." <laughs> Uh, Dean gets okay. a guy uh, with a knife to the leg, which uh, also looks like like that probably hit that. Uh, that that what's the big vein in your thigh that everyone the artery the artery, the artery. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> moral for moral is that a thing yeah, yeah that sounds right though you know those band-aids could be stretched pretty thin you, between dude. all these guys uh dean doesn't pause there they're they're up and around um they both take down another soldier and they get some guns uh and then the main secret service agent dude who has wanted d dead for a while is about to get the drop on him when he steps in the bear trap uh, and remains pretty cool for the rest of the episode for him being in a bear trap. I got to say um, yeah. Dean like kind of has a gun or is what happens? Yeah. Yeah. No. So Dean has a gun on the dude, but our old friend, the anti-terrorist guy gets the drop on Dean. But of course Sam gets the drop on the anti-terrorist guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, Double brother bluff. And then Sam reads the situation and is like, Hey, <sighs> I just want to let you guys know we did what we did because the president was possessed by Lucifer, the devil himself, and we had to. We didn't do anything wrong. Now we have to leave. See you later. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? We're the guys who saved the world. <laughs> like who wrote this? Who wrote this? Andrew Dab. What are I you doing? I love the boys being being badass, but we don't have to be like that transparent about it. You know? Yeah. The guys who that on the nose that that walk away scene, walk towards the camera scene, like it's framed right, and it's just it's just it's just a little touch of corny. Um, mm-hmm. I Sam's just fucking compulsive. We've seen this in like four episodes in a row, I think. There was them pretending to be rock stars where the chick didn't buy it. And he was like, no, no, it was Lucifer. And then there was the yeah. the, the the pregnant woman, or excuse me, pregnant woman, um, yeah, where he's yeah. like, it's just Lucifer. And then now, like, he has this dude. And she's like, well, I'm just pregnant. So how about you back off? <laughs> and now he has a gun to this dude's head. And he's like, I just want you to know, it's Lucifer. Like, okay, Sam, like, not everything dude, is he's Lucifer. Really got a, he's got some complicated shit to unpack with Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants everyone to know it. He's like, I'm not like this. Because I want to be, okay? It's because of Lucifer. This was the point where I was really, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, are our boys, like, he dropped the first aid pack, but, like, they have been murdering a bunch of soldiers who have not done anything wrong. Like, as much as these conversations that we have of, like, what is the moral, you know, line of killing monsters versus killing evil and things like that, like, this just seems ludicrously murderous in my mind Mm -hmm. but apparently they didn't kill anybody apparently even though i feel like i saw them kill like several i mean that dude doesn't have any more balls but you know thanks for saving my life i guess (laughs) yeah you put six bullets in me two in each nut Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. two in in the ass two in each nipple too which just seems excessive (laughs) which is like you missed my heart bro yeah. but at what cost at what cost uh all of the spots my wife likes to touch me are now ruined they're gone <laughs> they're, they're just gone. amazingly gone um sam and dean walk out in the woods and to see castiel and mary this is one of the few examples i remember of a sam and castiel hug which i think is yeah they really go good. in they go in castiel is, yeah you know. i love this yeah um, it's good stuff the the music starts to play we know that good old that good old mm-hmm. everyone's about to cry mm-hmm. theme um and then the, everybody hugs and they walk out to see the British men of letters and they explain like, yeah, we use their, their, their technology to, to do this. Um, and um, there's some back and forth on that. Like, Hey, I guess this is when we say thank you. And Sam's like, listen, they could call for backup. We got to get out of here. And, and ketchup says, wait a minute, you left people alive. Like that's a bit unprofessional. And he's like, yeah, they're soldiers. We're not going to murder them. See you later. We'll take care of yep. it. Um, and then we jump to them in the car and I, kind of cackled out loud at the idea of Dean and Castiel in the back seat of this car. I don't know yes. why. It was just very it was very amusing. Do you think to me. Sam called shotgun? I I think he called shotgun and then I think he did the shitty older brother thing where he just got grabbed that knob and just like slid that chair back as far as it would go so that Dean's <laughs> knees are up in his like fucking grill, right? Like it had uh, to. Yeah. So hey, forty seven L Dean. Forty I got I gotta have it. Sorry. I can go up one. You want me to go up? No? Okay. If you're good, I'm good. One, I can go one click up. One That's click, it. dude. One click. You got one click. You don't want it? I'll do one click I, for you. I'm not going to give it to you if you don't want it. You got to tell me you want it. <laughs> if you don't want look. What, Mom? He turns the radio up. <laughs> yeah, well, Mom, sorry. What? I couldn't hear you. What? Dude, shut up. Mom's talking. Mom has to talk. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Mom. What? Um, Right when... Uh, they find out that Mary has been out hunting despite saying that she was going to kind of retire from the gig uh, and Sam being like, oh, I knew you couldn't stay away. You old, you old, hound, dog. You old hound dog. <laughs> and his hand is still on that knob, just pushing back every single yeah. time. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Dean, uh, I couldn't hear. Mom was talking. Um, was that mom? 
Did you say one notch, please, D? Did you? Huh? Huh? One notch, please? You want me to go one click back? <laughs> I'll do one click back. Dean's just in the back saying, I'm not going to call you stepdad, Castiel. I'm not. I refuse <laughs> to acknowledge this relationship. I'm not. You're not my father. Um, the car dies. All of the electricity dies. And I honestly ha- kind of had no idea what was about to happen right here. I was like, ooh, it's the woman in white. from Yeah, me too. The pilot. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking excited. Or like it's the ghost on the road that, that, that didn't know that she yeah. was a ghost or whatever. Like I was I was kind of into this. Uh, they get out of the car and it's Billy who literally looks at him and is like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up? It's me. I love Billy so much. She's so good. Um, so, yeah, they got to explain uh what's going on they say it's time and they get out and um they dean he was able to contact billy and he made a deal with her he says we get to die and come back to life one more time so that we can get out of here but at midnight one of the winchesters has to go permanently out of here sayonara um and dean goes on to justify this decision what was you know being in there was was worse than, than being in hell it was just nothing every single day. Um, and this way, instead of them both being in a high security prison, at least one of them can continue fighting. Um, this is typical Winchester bullshit in my mind. Like mm-hmm. the, the only way out is to die, especially because um, Dean has some lines here about how horrible this exper- six weeks in this experience was. Um, I've been to hell. This was worse. Um and I kind of feel like it wasn't like the food looked all right. Like you guys maybe all right food every day. I mean, I, I, of course I could never possibly imagine that, but hell, I mean, hell, <laughs> literal demon hell. I don't know, man. I don't either. Dude. It's gotta be worse. Um, you go there when you die. It's gotta be worse. And like that, they made you get off the, get off the rack and start torturing other people. And it fucked you up for like, for most of season four, like you would not even yeah. fucking talk about it with Sam Winchester for most of season four. But, you know, six weeks of three square meals a day and not much to do really, really tore it out of you. Um, I'm glad they gave him six weeks, right? Like, I, I kind of, I'm glad that they like at least had that much because, um, I, I, I just like it would have been weird if they would like the very next day of like we're fucking crazy, let us die. Um, yeah, but uh, um, yeah. So Billy's like, yeah, we, we're, you can't get out of this. If you do, it has serious cosmic um consequences. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to do this. Which I can only assume it's a it's about to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very serious pact that he made. So Mary Winchester's there. So I was like, um, I was under the impression that she was around for more of the season, but like clearly it's gonna be her. Of course, yeah, it has to <laughs> be. Like, that's gonna happen. So and she immediately says that she puts the gun to her head, like I'm gonna kill myself. And as the boys start to protest, Billy's like, Nah, <laughs> fuck you both. Uh, yeah, okay, Mary, you can die. That's great. Um, cause she knows that Mary's not supposed to be there. Like she's Billy's just trying to set everything right. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to make things the way that they should be. And everybody just keeps fucking it up. So this image of, yeah. uh, Mary with a gun to her head is, is very bothersome for me just because it's, she's obviously very scared and terrified, even though she's volunteering to do this. Like, this is just kind of a, I don't know. Like I, I, I this kind this kind of stuff works in like persona because it's so fucking not real. Right. Like it's, 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 anime, it's, yeah. it's, it's so, exaggerated and not based on anything but like she's a good actress and she looks visibly visibly shaken as she puts a gun to her head and i'm sure that's kind of triggering for people and i kind of wish supernatural would just lay off of the suicide bullshit yeah, yeah. um they, they always like to lean into this stuff yeah uh but before mary can pull the trigger uh out of nowhere we see her, billy get stabbed with an angel blade 
yeah. I was what like, the what the fuck, fuck Cass? Man. We like her. <laughs> She's great. I, She's really cool. You guys, you guys better hope you can go resurrect a Reaper or I'm going to get mad. Yeah, um, I'm already mad. And man, Cass, um, Castiel with the delivery on this this next little monologue of... Cass kills it here. You know this world, this sad, doomed little world, it needs you. I won't let you sacrifice yourselves. You you all mean too much. You all mean too much to me. You made a, a stupid deal and I broke it. You're welcome. Like it's very emotional, very impassioned. Obviously, this is connecting to the thing that he learned earlier where he tried to go solve this case that he probably assumed mm-hmm. that he could just go do based on his time around the Winchesters and then failed miserably. And that set, sets him up for like, I have to be able, I'm going to, you know, make sure that you're in this world to protect it because yeah. we need you. Um, and that's, you know, this, this stuff is very powerful. It's, he, he really delivers this so well. It is very moving, even though we just lost Billy. Um, but it's, it's incredibly foolish what he just did. And it's perhaps the most Winchester thing that Castiel has ever done. You're not wrong. That's some Winchester ass shit. Just being like, nope, I'm just throwing shit at the fan and let's do this because we can't lose. Yeah. It's cutting Um, the knot. Like, oh, here's this, here's this problem. Let me shoot it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but Hey, I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm excited about this because that, uh, Misha really delivers this. It just gives, and, and it's been building, especially this episode where they let, castiel just sort of like feel these emotions for his his good friends like the people he cares about the most in this world um he's been fretting and upset and blaming himself and you know just kind of tortured by all this stuff and then he gets them back and he just lets all that emotion pour out and it's taken obviously we've seen stuff like this before from him but in a way it does feel like it's taken these eight years or whatever that we've had him for him to kind of get to this point he's he's breaking a pact with a reaper um possibly screwing up reality in some way in order to save his friends and that's that's a that's a different castiel than we used to know and uh i'm I'm here for it he's just a cast that we used to no i won't do it we're not we're not gonna go that route (laughs) um but after all that stuff we just go right back to to mick you know writing his letter or whatever yeah and um, he's on the french typewriter and um saying that uh just like that the winchesters are back uh, he goes through a thing about uh, ketchup taking care of all of the loose ends, and then we see him, I guess, positioning these bodies and having their throats slit, and you know, just basically leaving them, leaving them all around. And then Mick says, like, you know, we wouldn't want the government asking any questions. And I'm like, you just murdered a whole like facility full of people, dog. Like, you don't think anybody's gonna question that? Like, yeah, I guess they'll ask questions, but they won't be able to get answers. Surely there's security footage. You would think, but I mean, you know. You know, ketchup likes to. Surely they could ask the ghost in that haunted shed. <laughs> what a missed opportunity, Chris. It's even more haunted now. <laughs> Super. Oh, dude, now it is definitely haunted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this whole facility is definitely. They're gonna have to get arrested again to go back in here to clear out the ghosts and to then to yes. leave. Yes. Um. And then he um, says he's actually been making some inroads. Uh, it's actually been a little bit more positive, and we cut back to the same diner he was in with Wally, and he. Um, is doing the same pitch. Imagine a world with no demons, no monsters. Um, and this time he's pitching it to Mary Winchester, who leans forward and says, I'm interested. Uh, so, and that's where we end the episode. Ooh, she's made a, a pact with the British men of letters. But Castiel's going to have to stab them in the back with an angel blade. And I, I don't know how this plays out. Um, so I'm going to say that out. We're, we're in pure speculation zone. But I think this mm-hmm. makes sense for Mary Winchester, who, um, A wanted to be beyond this life when she 
died originally. Uh, B did not want her sons in this life at all, or her family in this life at all. Mm-hmm. And now, now that she's been resurrected, finds herself uh, being drawn back in. She just spent the day murdering vampires and saving her two sons from a maximum security prison where they were placed because they were exercising Lucifer out of the president. So it's been a lot for her to deal with. I can definitely see her being like, oh, you guys have cool tech. You guys are obviously very organized. You have a lot of lore. That was one thing the dude said to Wally. Like, you want lore? We got books everywhere, my man. We got, we lore, got books dude. all. We got lore laying around. We don't even read some of it. We don't know. <laughs> all of it's written by white guys. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> <laughs> but I can definitely see this making sense to Mary, who is who who wants all of this to end. Right? Like we kind of saw this with Dean yeah. back in the day, where he wanted to close the gates of hell. He wanted to send all of the demons back to hell. Like that was always been like, man, we could do that and we could retire kind of thing. And I think this is where the setting up with Mary with a similar thing where she's going to be so focused on that, that she's going to lose sight of maybe some of the family stuff that she needs to, she needs to be aware of. So I'd be curious how this plays out over the long run. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's not going to go well, you know, somebody's going to be mad, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I think this is a great episode. There's some, there's some corniness to it. Uh, there's some, I forget. I think it was River who told us to like really try to embrace the the campiness of this, and like there's just some stuff that I can't. I, Supernatural has never been like camp or corny to me, and just ha- hearing yeah. lines like right back to back of "You're not trapped in here with us" kind of stuff is just is just too mm-hmm. corny. Like it checks me out of the show altogether. Um, but I like that there were consequences for this. I like the fact that they they made this deal. I very very much want there to be some like weird consequences for breaking this with Billy. I like all of this Castiel stuff. Like, it's very, very good. And this Mary stuff really makes... I, again, I, I continue to like the characterization of Mary Winchester in season 12, which I'm yeah. super surprised by. So, Yeah, it's uh, pleasantly surprised because obviously we were pretty like, hey, this is ridiculous Lucifer stuff. The president stuff, this is way too much. But it all played out in, a, in an enjoyable enough way. Yeah. Any any last thoughts from you? Um, no, I think that... That does it for me. Cool. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash monster of the week is the place to do so. All kinds of cool benefits, access to discord episodes early, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can buy merch at our website, monster of the week.cool. That also has links to all of our social media presences, including me at JG Greer on Twitter and Chris at local bones, uh, ratings and reviews. How'd you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that good. I've got connections. My name is you're in here with me. My name is Ketchup, and you're in here with me. Um, <laughs> you're logged on with me. <laughs> you're logged on with Ketchup. What's up, y'all? Ketchup here. Um, never mind. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. That's what I was about to say next. Uh, we will be back next week. Oh no, Chris, I've, I've already closed the supernatural tab, so I don't know how to preview the next week. Next episode. You got to. You want to um, guess? You got to. You got to guess it. The Winchesters are. They're up. They're in for it. They're in for it, everybody. Um, Angels Among Us. What? That's what it says. Angels Among Us. That's. Well, yeah, they are, Castiel like lives with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, he finally moves in now. They're gonna finally give him a room. Wow! Big ups to stepdad Castiel. <laughs> he finally gets <laughs> his own room. Oh, man. Anyway, thank you for listening, people. We love you. Thanks, everybody.
What up, gamer? Oh, yep. Ooh. Oh. You know, the dream. Living it. Turn you up. I can't hear you. Yeah, Everybody. turn me up. Turn me on. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going in with some energy right now. I'm kind of tired. I'm talking like this. Wrist podcast. All right. <laughs> and, <laughs> Should I slip into the Boston? And, I'm, and, and I'm going to be horny about it, too. <laughs> I'm going to be horny all afternoon. <laughs> I watched a Merlin and everybody was shirtless. <laughs> we have a uh, Merlin podcast listening to our podcast now. I love it. Thanks to our our, our beautiful listeners. Who, Hold on, I'm finishing. Who I'm finishing just level. I just know is Mermaid. I don't actually know what Mermaid's real name is. Like I could probably um, figure it out, but like, yeah, at one point I, we definitely did. Yeah. that's actually happened with quite a few of these people in our Discord. Where it's like, yeah, I feel like I I basically know your first and last name, at sure. least your first name, absolutely. Um, but then everyone's a deer or everyone's <laughs> a, a, a buff shark or whatever it is. <laughs> the, we change everyone's name so much, but um, it's like I feel like I know things about your life, but I don't know your name anymore if anybody like we could cause a revolution just by having everybody change their name and their avatar combo at the same time oh. it would be oh. it would be just like insanity you couldn't keep up everyone would take on a new identity yeah 100 percent. i would just pretend to be um pro- i'd pretend to be you <laughs> i don't know that we could get the, we could go very far like me pretending to be you would just me not be not me not posting on the discord very often <laughs> Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it is. I just swoop in and say something unrelated to what's been going on, and then I leave again for four days. Because you have a life. <laughs> that got you. That got you. <laughs> it's just having every single notification for everything turned off all the time. Yeah, that's the that's um, the way to do it. I've yeah. seen um I've seen people um that have not just notifications turned off for Discord, but notifications for every single post. That's rough. Yeah, not like you added somebody, but like I just wrote the words like, you know, the new one or the old one, question mark. And somebody got like that went to somebody's phone or somebody somebody's wrist. Like I saw someone that had notifications on their like Apple Watch or whatever. Yeah, that's 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 a lot, y'all. It's a lot. I mean, you're invested. You're invested. What can we say? I appreciate it. You know, we we yeah. we, we appreciate you. What's up, Chris? Just chilling. You know, just finished a good day of work. Okay. Um Still, you know, I, I clocked out just a few minutes ago, so I'm kind of, I'm still in the work zone, you could say. I'm still in my office. I have not moved. <laughs> I uh, I clocked out in 2009 and have never clocked back in. Excellent. Excellent. I actually don't remember the last time I clocked out of something. Clocking is no fun. No. I'm trying to, I don't remember the last time I clocked. I've been salary for like a long time. It's the way to be. Although I think everyone's salary in my office took a pay cut so you know in this one instance it worked out for me. <laughs> a company that i work with um they they're an international company and um a lot of their overseas operations got hit pretty hard so they they had to like furlough people and some people didn't come back they had to lay some people off and uh, the u.s office uh which continued operating like they just changed um you know, they had to change some warehousing and some inventory stuff based on whatever current rule is in place. Um, but they didn't have to lay anybody off. And so as a show of solidarity, they made everybody take their vacations early. 
like huh. you had to like book your vacations off and not have vacation for the rest of the year. And, th- and interesting. That, yeah, and they were like, yeah, this is going to be a show of solidarity for our, our our overseas you know compatriots or whatever. And I'm like, I don't. I don't understand that at all. What are you talking yeah, about? Like, I'm, you, you, they, I'm on vacation now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on Friday, I called my dude, who's the rep for the company, and I'm like, yo, we got to do this next week and this next week. And he's like, nah, homie, not going to happen. I'm like, what do you mean not going to happen? <laughs> he's like, I'm on vacation. I'm like, you just got back from vacation. I'm on vacation. Sorry. I gotta, yeah. I'm got. i going to Yellowstone National Park. I was like, really? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh it's a weird world out there. It's a, it, you, you said it brother. It's very, very bizarre. Um, do you think you could watch two seasons of Merlin before in, in like a week and a half? Do you think you could get that done? I think that that's very unlikely. Yeah, me too. I don't think that's going to happen. We, uh, we delayed, we've been doing watch parties for the finale. We've, we did the season four finale over the weekend. Um, and we're, we were planning on doing the season five finale this weekend of Merlin. But, uh, I, I I don't think I'll be able to make it to be honest with you. And a couple of other people were like, "Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> One season yeah. <laughs> per week is a lot." So yeah, um, still at the beginning of season four. Haven't watched any more since the last time we recorded, which isn't saying much because yeah, that was that was two, two days, days ago. ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I barely had time for Supernatural in between there. Um, but because of Jess's work schedule, they're just like, "Yeah, um, so everyone's quitting because it's unsafe to work. Do you mind just working fifteen hours every day? It's not that I long, can't. but can't. her hours are pretty insane. So by the time she gets home, she's like, "I gotta walk my dog, and I gotta play Animal Crossing, Chris. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's only so much time for Merlin. Do not have time for young gay wizards. Yeah, well, make time, Jess." Yeah, Jess. <laughs> if you listen to this, you probably don't. Mm-mm. One day she might like every like six months. She's like, I just listened to some Monster of the Week. What about this thing that you said? I'm like, just like I can't help you. <laughs> that was so long ago. That's it. That was a different me. You know, <laughs> I'm not that guy anymore, Jess. Uh, we're different. We're different people now. We're different. We've moved on. Oh. We've matured. Yeah. It's uh, it's always very weird when someone goes back and listens to an old episode and, and like mentions something about it to us, and it's like, yeah, this is a, a blah 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 blah. Like you guys said this, and I'm like, I like today. I think it was today or maybe yesterday. Um, somebody was like, yeah, I'm in the season seven episodes, and Jeremy just said that he had never heard of uh, Two and a Half Men, and I find that really surprising because it was so popular. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I definitely know what that is. Like, it's a, it's a really popular. Like, did I just like straight like no sail it to Chris? And like, it, I thought I was being like jokey funny about it, and we just like made it sound like I was serious. Like, I don't know. And then um, it's, it's tough. And then I asked for the episode number because I was like, I'm gonna go back and listen to this. And then I, of course, did not fucking do that because he wants to go back and listen to themselves talk about a joke. So. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like it would be. Mm. <laughs> it, theoretically beneficial for us to go back and listen to everything that we've said not nah, homie um, not at all no that's not <laughs> that's, you know i very much disagree on that <laughs> um when we finish uh supernatural what we're going to do is start covering monster of the week yeah, podcast absolutely episodes. yeah which is and a joke we've review... made twice on this podcast yes yeah well <laughs> it's persist- persistent enough maybe we'll just, just do just it get it done yeah Oh man, that fir- first few episodes are going to be like, who is this third guy, and what yeah. what is up with their audio quality? Yeah, how come? Why why is uh why are all Chris's jokes being stifled? <laughs> like we got everything you needed to get across across. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we got hunks. All right, that's the that's- big. We got hunks, creepy but necessary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's it. That was that was the two big things. That was it. 
I don't know if we have anything else that stuck around since then. Since the beginning, um, a hundred percent was pretty early for when I remember. We, we do say hundred percent. We say, we say that a lot. So, um, I, I don't know. I bet there's other things. Um, we need stats. Frankly, we just we need to we need to blow up yeah. as a podcast. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to be hitting millions. I don't. I mean, how many fans does Supernatural have? We need all of them to listen to this podcast. Um, not for any um fame or financial gain or anything like that. What we need is we need that audience so that we can really get honed in on the stats on the accurate stats how many times have we said hunk how many times has somebody been outraged at us saying nut blood you know we need we need the facts we need the data and you know we're only two men we don't have we don't we have jobs you know we got other stuff we can't compile that data um but you know a a million people they could help i uh so tell your friends we tried to do this for duck feed um to get a get a crew together and like do a wiki and go through and like not necessarily like list out the jokes or anything but like just you know the big mentions that may come out later of, of certain podcasts and things like that and um and also just like the lore of stuff you know because mm-hmm. um before i had a show on duck feed uh me and gary got into a feud where i was insulting his cat a whole lot and 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 letters to bonfireside mm-hmm. chat so stuff like that like explaining some in jokes for people and we did a bunch of work on it um we surprised gary and cole with it they were very touched everything was super super special and then they kept releasing the same number of podcasts so there was just continually like a large amount of work to do every single day (laughs) and nobody wanted to do it so nobody did it and everybody stopped doing it like it's just a it's a horrible job like i want to listen to this podcast and update a wikipedia page about it it ain't easy that's why we need a million so a mill would be ill a mill would be ill jensen we know you're out there buddy yeah, Jensen. spread the word. Just, you know what? You can afford a retweet. Like you're, you're busy. Dude, I know. Is it is it that? Is it costing that much? It it takes me about five seconds. I could I could retweet us from five different accounts in like five seconds from my phone. Like that. Just easy like that. peasy. Just you know what? Just send me your password. Let me take over your social media for a day. Yeah. For a day. Yeah. We won't say anything weird. Yeah, definitely. We won't even mention Daniel. Right? Like we're not going to mention the kids. Like we're, we're not, not going to mention your family. We're no, not, no, we're no. not going to do that. That's your business. No. This is, you know, we're about the, we're about supernatural, and and you're rolling it. This is not about your private life, sir. But give us your password. Give us your password. <laughs> let, let us on the account. Authenticate your two FA and let me let me yeah. log into the tweet. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> we're going to do a lot of replying to people, so you know, not everyone's going to see those tweets. You might not even see them, but. Trust us, it'll be okay. We're gonna get a little weird with it. I think we're gonna this get a little, a little weird. Not with creepy, it. no, but necessary. You know what I'm saying? Necessary. <laughs> yes, yes. We're just gonna get in there. You know, we're gonna go. We're gonna go deep. We're gonna be replying to other actors that maybe maybe you've met, yeah, but don't have a super close relationship with, and we're gonna reach out to them. Up out. I'm this. going to assume that we will add every other actor and be like, um, Monster of the Week is a podcast. You guys really need to listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is a good, this is good. I know I recommend a lot of podcasts every time we see each other because I'm, I'm assuming that that's what Jensen does. Like, that's his probably like small talk. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys got to check out this podcast. I've been <laughs> can you imagine meeting Jensen and being like, Yeah, we have this podcast. It's called Monster of the Week. And he's like, Oh my God, I love podcasts. Have you guys ever heard of All Things Considered? Oh my yeah, God, it's, it's so all, good. It's, it's always like, He's like, Have you heard? of lore like yes everyone is, knows what that is now sir i listen to this quiz show called wait wait don't tell me you guys are going to freak out once you listen to it it's so good have you guys ever heard of this american life <laughs> it's this little thing like by these guys called npr 
Oh, um, man. Chicago Public Radio. You know what I'm saying? Chicago Public Radio. Yeah, what even is that? But yeah, What even is that? He keeps asking everyone. <laughs> Everyone's like, Jensen, are you serious? <laughs> my, uh, my favorite thing, I used to listen to a lot of NPR. Um, and, you know, I, I love This American Life and all that stuff. I've, I've fallen off of it in the probably last decade or so. But um, there was that woman who did a lot of stuff on the news reports. I'm trying to remember her name. It was Nina... Oh man, something Berg, Nita something. But then they released a tote bag, and they called it the Nita Totenberg. And I just always thought that was the very <laughs> funny, extremely funny thing. Yeah, I think her name is Nita Totenberg. Is it okay? So they released like a tote yeah. for the, or like maybe they called it a Nita Toten bag or something. But it was just a very cute play on words that I really I appreciated. It. I love it. The uh, on the public access station in um, Phoenix when we lived in Phoenix. They would do a jazz show on the weekends, so a lot of times me and Autumn would be like making dinner and listening to some jazz music. And the um the DJ or the host of that show, her name was Blaze Lantana, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she mama. she had the best voice. Like, hey everybody, it's Blaze Lantana, and I'm like, oh, sign me up I for that. Love this, <laughs> whatever this is. This does to me what ASMR people do to other guys. Like, I don't yeah. know what this is. Get get her on the podcast. <laughs> Did you ever dive deep into NPR? I, I listened to this all American Life, but. If I'm if my memory serves, it was difficult to listen to, like, um, practically. Like it was, I had to go to some some contraption to try and download these episodes. I don't remember when, what year it would have been, but I couldn't ever just like go to iTunes and download the podcast. I felt like there was just a lot of a lot of wrangling I had to do to get this American Life into my ears. And uh, I know I I bought something at some point that gave me access to those episodes. Um, and, uh, once that like ran out, I just never listened to them again. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Frankly, it's been a long time listening to podcasts for a long time, man. You know, I've been in this game a while. I've, uh, I was trying to think back like the very first podcast I started listening to was all of those. And then like gamers with jobs. And I think that's around when I found, um, giant bomb. I also used to listen to, um, oh yeah, dude. Did you ever, did you ever do that thing? There's two, uh-uh. there's two stoners. Uh, one is the son of like John Larroquette or something. Um, but yeah, that was like a weird, that was my first it, it, like introduction to like a weirdly popular, completely off the rails podcast where they had like the, kind of their own like slang and everything. It was just, a, uh, it, was a, it was a super weird vibe, but I just fell off that as well. So I remember, uh, I think I was in high school and I downloaded something. I think it was an IGN, like E3 I was podcast liter- or something. I was literally just about to ask you if it was an IGN thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause I, I wanted to hear about like what was at E3, but I did, didn't know how to find that out. Um, yeah, downloaded onto my iPod and I guess listened to it. I have no memory of that. And then at some point I tried to find something related to Metal Gear cause I had, um, been really into that. Found a random video game podcast, listened to that for like two seconds. And I'm, just, I think very shortly after that, I found Kane and Rince. Oh, and then yeah, yeah. uh twin humanities um and then i was on that show yeah and, you know that's it then that i was quit, it. then i quit the game that was, out. That was the big time that was yeah. the highlight of your podcast career yeah yeah that's right <laughs> uh but yeah from there it just kind of opened up and then when we did chomp chain um we met like all you guys so i just mostly would just listen to like that was the that was the core podcast experience was listening to podcasts by people that i like vaguely knew from the internet yeah, that's the best part. Like in writing letters mm-hmm. to them and then hearing your voice and being like and then having them reference something that you had said on Twitter and like, yeah, 
I am popular. I am yeah, that person. Hell yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is good. It's very gratifying. It's a gratifying experience. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. Like starting to do podcast, I think is when I got kind of a little bit more into podcasts. Although like nowadays, um I don't actually listen to a lot of shows. Um like I just I don't either. It's it's no. there's not a lot of like I usually do it when I'm driving. I haven't been driving a whole lot. Um and a lot of stuff just isn't really sticky anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. um you know i did that wolverine podcast for uh for we were doing like we were making content on it or else i would have probably fallen that off in that about halfway through um yeah it has yeah. to be like really entertaining and if it's even like mildly popular or has like famous people in it i just i can't i can't hang on for a long time like it just yeah i just i get so frustrated i listened to um indoor kids with camille nanjiani oh and, yeah and levy gordon yeah. um that was one of the first ones that i got really into where I listened to almost every single episode that they had ever done. And I actually didn't know them really um, outside. I know I had seen Kamel in Portlandia and that was it. So it was just like, oh, the people talking about video games. And occasionally they have like really funny guests on that I've vaguely heard of before. And then he did X-Files Files, which was his X-Files podcast, mm-hmm. which I thought was absolutely incredible. And he just didn't finish because he like, got super famous at that point. <laughs> because now but, he's in Marvel. <laughs> yeah. So there was, I guess there was a period of time where I listened to stuff like that. I think most of the podcasts that I, I listened to when I like started my like working life, like after college, mm-hmm. most of that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Like they, everybody has stopped by now or it was like really famous stuff. I listened to like how stuff works maybe. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. I, like my favorite murder, like I listened to all the true crime stuff, but I started to feel icky about all that. So, um, you know, whatever. Now I now I just listen to audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should try audiobooks more. Um, I, I did. I had a good. I had good success with The Witcher when we were we were doing The Witcher books there yeah. for a while. But um, they just they just like fall off of me, man. For the most part, I listen to audiobooks of stuff I've already read. Yeah, I could um, see that being being good. Because like, when do my when do I have time to you know pick up this five hundred page Stephen King book that I've already read again? You know, um. So, yeah, it's like the perfect, perfect thing for that. Plus, you know, I'm at work all day. I'm sitting at a desk all day, so it, it yeah. works. And then I come home and I'll play The Long Dark or Animal Crossing, whatever, and I put on, a, put on an audiobook. It's, a, it's good. It's, good. it's nice to get a little cozy with it. It does require a bit more uh, attention than something like a podcast or music or whatever it does. So there's the issue of realizing that I haven't been listening for the last five minutes and now I have to go back and figure out what the hell's going <laughs> exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah. I do. I've been doing that a lot lately. I, I think it's probably because when I am driving for work, like work has gotten into a, a weird place where I'm it's, there's a lot to think about all of a sudden, um, as mm-hmm. opposed to it being a relatively simple job. So just being a little bit more stressed means like I, I will start listening to a podcast and then just completely fade out on it. Yeah. You mentioned Kamel. I was actually sitting here thinking like how I started, because uh, I like that dude a lot. I want to say I started listening to him on podcasts when he would show up on Doug's, Doug Loves Movies. Have you ever listened to any of that? I, I think I just remember him talking about it. Okay. It's um it's a weird, like, Doug Benson is this weird, like, stoner guy who does, like, a like way too much stoner comedy. Like, he, he's made weed uh-huh. his personality. Um, right. But he, he was, his, like, has this, like, podcast, which he does live. And he gets like weird celebrities on there, and they do these like movie based games. Uh, the Litter Malton game is the big one, um, where you have to like guess the name of the movie, and there's all these weird rules. And like, it was just really, really like just hearing celebrities be like casual and kind of fun. Um, it was just super entertaining. Like, one time, um, 
Al, uh, Ali Shawkat from Arrested Development showed up in the audience, and he's like, "You can just come up here. Like you're you're famous <laughs> enough to be on the stage." Uh, but Camille showed up on that a lot. Uh, what's his name that plays Captain America? Who's that boy? Chris. Um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans showed up and got incredibly wasted and like was telling this long story and like bit doug was like dude you've told this story on the show oh already <laughs> yeah oh um I, I, yeah I, and i, I kind of had to stop listening to it because it was it was getting to the point where it was just a little too much of doug benson <laughs> but i just really wanted to hear it for the guests <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i don't know this reminded me of the indoor kids and x-files files and stuff it just reminded yeah. me of that so. oh the good old days of podcasting but now the people have taken it's not just about celebrities anymore even though it's always just like the one random like popular YouTuber or whoever just like lifts a finger and then suddenly they're at the top of the iTunes charts. Yep. But no, podcasts are for the people. That's how any random people like you and I mm-hmm. can end up here. I don't even, I don't like, we get this question every once in a while of like, um, you know, you guys do podcasts and, 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 and you guys are pretty big. How did you do it? And I'm like, we are not even close to what, like, we the, the there's a level of like if we wanted to do ads right like if we wanted to mm-hmm. ha- make that Lisa mattress money we would have to be probably like five times as at least five to ten times as big as we yeah. are now just on like yeah. a pure download basis and yeah but then there would also be you know Reddit threads about how much they hate us of course so yeah. take the good with the bad yeah you take the good with the bad or maybe like Reddit threads about how we secretly hate one another. <laughs> Yes. Oh, why don't we have that? Why don't we have I want that? that? I want conspiracy I want theories to, about the I want the there podcast. to be Jeremy drama. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure Jeremy and Autumn broke up, and he's just not talking about it on the podcast. He hasn't oh mentioned God. her a lot. That is what. That is what we're. See- Listen, listeners, you guys have been so great to us from mm-hmm. day one. Can you please mm-hmm. start starting some malicious rumors about us? Nothing like we did anything bad, but just that maybe we hate each other. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some we have some secrets that we're lording over each other. Um. Please, just whatever to get the ratings up, right? <laughs> Jeremy sent me a DM one time and then deleted it, but he said he was tired of editing. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I heard they don't do thinking face anymore because Chris has a tumor. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You know what's sad is I like kind of forgot about thinking face. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just been... Uh, I also have completely forgotten about it, and... um. I think I don't think we we've never actually like legit talked about this, but after all of the horror stuff that we did, I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of just got bored talking about the emojis by themselves. Well, we did over a year's worth yeah. of emoji podcasts. I think we did a pretty good job. We did we did a we we made good effort. There was no way we were ever going to do ten thousand episodes of that. No, um, <laughs> but I feel I feel like like in, we just kind of stopped having time to do podcasts because you started working from home. Mm-hmm. And I I started having a busier schedule, so like I was I was oh, getting and that first that that first month when I was just like deeply deeply depressed. Yeah, like, I can talk about supernatural. That's a structure. I can't just goof about emotions. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't do improv horror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even for five or ten minutes at a time while the world uh, is dying. And then like yeah, yeah. I I've thought about it a couple of times and been like, you know what? We're having a really good time doing supernatural and like randomly talking about Merlin. Like let's just leave it like like it is. Uh, but yeah, I keep almost watching the, watching the pilot of Supernatural again. We 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 talked about our idea, and we should do that. I don't want to say what the idea is, but we talked about mm-hmm. the idea that we had to to do a thing with that, and we should do it. Because mm-hmm. okay. I'm 100 yeah. percent with you. Let's also just talk about Supernatural. You want to do it? We can do that too. <clears throat> Sometimes I like the show. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean. <clears throat>